0: Amen. Do you want to appreciate God again for that wonderful, beautiful? I didn't say appreciate the choir. I didn't say appreciate David. I said appreciate the Lord Most High. He deserves our praise. He deserves our praise. Exodus 33:14 Exodus 33:14 It says and he said My presence will go with you and I will give you rest I didn't hear an amen, amen. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest Father we thank you Thank you for your word Thank you for your presence. Breathe upon your word. Speak to us in specific ways. You created us. You know us individually. Speak to us individually. Speak to us as a family. In Jesus' name we pray. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Now, when you look at the passage, it says, my presence will go with you. And the question I've been asking is, is it everybody that God's presence actually will go with? Why do we need the presence of God? How can we access his presence? What do we need to do when we are in his presence? Why? How? What are the things that we need to be there? Today is the Thanksgiving service, so it's a short charge. On divine presence, because that's the word that he has given us for this month. Divine presence. Divine presence. And the text is clear. He said, I will go with you. My presence will go with you. Do we need the presence? Do we need the presence of God? Do we need it to go with us? Do we need his presence? Why do we need God's presence? Why do we need his presence? As children of God, why do we need his presence? It's it's not far from what you probably know. Why do we need his presence? The first thing I have there is that his presence carries his glory. His presence carries his grace. In Exodus 33, verse 16, the same place that we read, verse 16, it says, For how then will I... Will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight? Moses speaking to God. It means that when you have the presence of God, then grace is there with you. When God's presence is with you, there is grace. Doing things should not be a challenge. Doing things will not be difficult. Grace enables you to just do things without so much effort. Grace. His presence when is with you. Grace is there. The presence of God showcases you also to other people. The presence of God showcases you. You know, wherever you are, people see you. They see something different in you. And that was why Moses was saying, Look, Lord, how then will others know that we are separate from you? How, from, from them. how then will we separate ourselves from you? Presence of God. We need your presence so that we will be separate. I think, if anything, this... The way things are, going, you know, things are going on in the world now, we need the presence of God more than any other time. So that wherever you are standing, people will know. Let it be said that he refused to do it because he is a child of God. Then be said that he has joined them, and yet he said, you know they are quick to say it. And he said, and she said she's a Christian. No. then the presence is not there. This thing, because for them to say that, it means you have done something that is contrary to what they expect of you as a child of God. Number two, in his presence is a fullness of joy. Hallelujah. Psalm 1611. In the presence of God is a fullness of joy. Fullness of joy, not partial joy. Not imperfect joy. Not joy intermingled with pain and sorrow. Fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. Not joy that does not satisfy the desires of our soul. The joy that is not not a temporary joy. That, oh, it just happens now and then it's it's short-lived. Fullness of it. Not joy that is mingled with anything. Not joy that comes with impurities. Fullness of it. It's full. It's just complete. Nothing can be taken out of it. Nothing can be added. Fullness of joy. It's only found in the presence of God. It's only found when God is present in you. The presence. His presence. That's why we need God's presence. The fullness of his brightness. Nothing. It doesn't diminish at all. Joy that never diminishes. Joy. Joy. All. Not as the earthly joy. You know that you come. You know after some time it's just going to go. So we need God's presence. Why do we need God's presence? Number three, there is a time of refreshing that comes only from his presence. Those of us that were at the workers' meeting this morning, of course, I'm sure you were partakers of that refreshing. When a time of of refreshing, refreshing comes in the presence of God, you know, you only get it in his presence. And that thing comes with restoration, rest, peace, and what have you. Time of refreshing. It's only when God's presence is with you. Times of comfort and joy. Time of deliverance from evil of all sorts. Today, we live in an evil world. You know, the world is so challenging. Everything out there, it's like every, you, you, you tune on your radio, your TV. All that you are hearing is bad, 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 bad. Nothing good. Presence of God helps you out of those kind of things. So we need the presence of God. We need the presence of God, because in His presence there is a time of refreshing. In Acts three nineteen, Acts three nineteen, the word, uh, the, the word of God tells us that we, we, you know, in His presence, you know, so that we that when we repent and come before Him, you know, he, he, there's this a refreshing moment. There's a refreshing that comes with it in that His presence. Number four. His presence distinguishes us from others. The same Exodus that I read. His presence says it all. Wherever you go, people will just begin to see that you're enjoying specific favors. They are wondering, why is your own different? People are crying and grumbling because of God, God's presence. Your own, you know, things are just moving for you. And they're wondering, God's presence. You know, sometimes we're quick to say, ah, but I have not, he has not answered this, he, not, he has not done this, I need him, I need this, I need that. But then put yourself in another person's situation who has the same, who is going through the same type of challenge you're going through. And you see that person, you will think that person's own has been multiplied by 10 as against your the child of God. And that's why sometimes, you know, you, know you, you, you just sit, you wonder if it's like that for you as a child of God. It must be terrible for someone who has not believed God, who, has, who doesn't know Christ. Oh, 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 Don't don't think. Honestly, I am very, very convinced about that, that. Look, life is tough enough for a child of God. So think of it for somebody who is not a child of God. That the devil can just pick like one ball and just kick about anyhow. So it's tough. But the presence of God. The presence of God distinguishes you. The presence of God elevates you. The presence of God just takes you up there and just puts you. And everyone is asking, why is it that he is the one that was chosen? We need the presence of God. Where is his presence? Where is God's presence? Psalms thirty-four eighteen tells us that the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart. It means his presence is all around us. His presence is all around us. The only thing is, do we realize that his presence is all around us? I think it was Jacob that you know got up from sleep one moment like that and just and just said to himself, Ah, looks like God was here. This, you know, the presence of God is mighty here, isn't it? You can be the presence of God can be around us. Is around us all, but Do we realize that his presence is there? Because that's another thing. Do we? Where is his presence? His presence is all around us. Where is his presence? Where, again, is his presence? Number two, where is his presence? His presence is where two or three are gathered in his name. Matthew 18, 20, the second part of it says to us, where two or three are gathered in my name. There I am in their midst. Two or three, husband and wife, you can bring the presence of God. Flatmate and flatmate, you can bring the presence of God. Your colleague in the office that is a believer, you can attract the presence of God. Two or three, husband, wife, and child, you can attract the presence of God. The presence of God is there, where two or three are gathered in Not when you are gathered in a for a different purpose. In my name, in my name, where two or three are gathered, His presence is there. His presence is here because we're more than three. His presence is right here with us. His presence is here. Number three, where is His presence? In case you are asking where where, because these are these these are little little things that I discovered that sometimes we ask those questions. Where? How? Where? His presence, number three, in worship, in praise and worship, his presence is there. His presence is there. In Psalms 23, 22, verse 3. Psalms 22, verse 3, it says, but you are holy and thrown and thrown in the praises of Israel. The KGV says, you inhabited the praises of so, be, when you, as soon as you start to worship God, as soon as you start to praise Him, He's already enthroned in your praise. You know, as you lift up your voice, as you just lift up your voice and you begin to praise Him from your heart, you begin to praise Him sincerely and worship Him, His presence just come there, comes there. He's enthroned because that's what the psalmist tell us, tells us. He, endo- he understands those things. He knows what it is like to praise God. So, we knew. David knew that as soon as he starts to praise God, God just is there. He is just there. He's, he enjoys it. So the presence of God is there in our praise and our worship. So if we don't know how to praise Him, if we don't understand how to worship Him, it's time that we begin to learn worship. It's time that we begin to sing His praise. You know, that's why sometimes, you know, we sit here, we, or we, we're just sitting there, and then the, the choir is singing, and they're they singing praises, and they're saying, Praise the Lord. They're even, even, you know, staring us up to, to, to join them in prison, and then, you know, some of us are not there. I pray that God will release the spirit of praise upon us today in the name of Jesus. Praise and worship praise and worship, it's so important that it attracts him easily. It attracts God's presence to you. When you begin to praise him, you know you begin to worship him. You, just, you feel him. You know. You know he is there. You know he is there. But a lot of times it's, it's like that's the diff- it's, it's a very difficult thing for us. Sometimes when, when, when you come to even worship, when you see the devil stopping you from trying to even worship you know that there's something for you there. You know, you know that God is about to do something. Something is about to break away. Something is about to just give way. And then the devil is making sure. That's why praise has be supposed to be a lifestyle. Worship, praise is supposed to be a lifestyle. You're walking, you're going, you're just praising him. You know, you're just praising him. I have my folks in, you know, in uh, 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 Potter's Hand. Faith cleaning, we call it Potter's Hand now, you know. I have my folks there. They come, they tell you that, you know, that it's only, why is it that it's only our people they see on the street, and they're the only ones that are smiling and going down the street. You see them just singing and going. Why? praise the presence of God. When you do it, they ask questions. They want to know what is making you that different. Praise should be an attitude some of us were even afraid. You know, you're sitting there, somebody is asking why are you like say, no, it's nothing. I thought I saw your lips moving, you say, yeah, yeah, I was just mumbling things to myself. You praise them, they know. You praise God, they know. Your people, your colleagues there in the office, they know. They know that this there's something. And thank God, these days, many people want to also, uh, you know, associate with believers. I discovered that people want to, because of the times that we are in, people want to associate with us. They want to hear what you have to tell them from God. What are you hearing? What is God saying? In They, they say it. When, when you meet them out there, they tell you, what is, what is the big man up there telling you? So when you're doing it and you're afraid, how will they ask you what is the big man up there telling you? It should be, it should be. I pray that God will give me that attitude, that God will put it in me, that every day, everywhere I go, I'll just be praising him. I don't have to even think of time, look of time. No, I should just, it should, let it just come naturally. I praise. Where is the presence of God? Now, how can we access his presence? How can we access his presence? I'm supposed to just spend. Uh, 20 minutes I've spent about 10-15 minutes already so we'll soon round up but how can we access his presence how it's by asking him it's as simple as that Lord I need your presence with an open heart the passage that we read if you see it Moses just said look I need your grace I need you I I need you it's not, it's not, I just need, you know, you just have to be there. And God said to him, He said, What? He said, My presence will go with you. And then, as soon as God said that, look at what Moses said. He said, If your presence doesn't go with me and these people, we will not go. We will not leave this place. And sometimes it's difficult for us to challenge God in situations like that because we think of yesterday, oh, yesterday I challenged him, maybe it didn't happen. Do you think that Moses did not have difficulties? Do you think Moses did not go through challenges with those very beautiful people that he took from Egypt at, you know, to, to the promised land? It was because of those people he himself did not enter. So he had it tough. So if you are thinking you, ha- you are having it tough, maybe you check his life again. Check the life of Moses. Moses. But he didn't stop. He asked. He continued. He asked until God said, my presence will go with you. My presence will go with you. So we should ask. We should ask God. We should ask him. Ask him in faith, believing that he will not, you know, ask God. He, 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 it seemed that I said his presence will go with us. So we should ask him. Through fellowship with one another, through fellowship with one another, Hebrews 10.22 says that, you know, we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Some of us, those kind of fellowship, we don't want it. We're we fine with coming in here on Sunday. So we become like, you know, there was this tablet they used to give us in school then, Daraprim. Sunday, Sunday tablet. Eh? Sunday, Sunday. We become Sunday, Sunday. So our fellowship with God is only one Sunday after the other. One Sunday after the other. We, we don't... If The house fellowship that is closest to us, we don't even go. We don't have time. We have gone, we've, we've been to church after all. So we don't have time. We can't go again. You are not doing anything that Sunday afternoon or that evening. Yet, you don't have time again. I've been to church. Okay, they are saying, okay, let's do it on Tuesday. You are saying, Tuesday, I've just come back from work. I'm tired. Fellowship, we should not... We should not forsake. For it helps... That's where we can access God's presence. Fellowship. Fellowship with one another. Fellowship even with your husband. Eh, it's in fellowship like that, that. In fact, I was watching the playlist some time back. <laughs> and, and instead of fellowship, the husband and the wife, they were, they were, <laughs> they were having it good. You know, exchanging blows. And then the angel of the Lord came with their package. And lo and behold, they were fighting. So he just went away with it. And he says, "Where two or three are gathered, you know, in my name." So, if you cannot, what about the one in your house, two or three, husband, wife, and the children? Through fellowship, how can we access his presence? I said it. Let praise and worship be a habit. Let praise and worship be a habit. Make thanksgiving a normal thing. Let it just come natural from you. Make thanksgiving part of your living. Make it thanksgiving, not even thanksgiving again. Thanks Living a life of gratitude. Thanksgiving. Just living, your, you know, always grateful to God. Always grateful to God. You don't need someone to, like our young ones will say, ginger you. You don't need someone to... Push you, say, hey, hey, dude. No, let it just come. Let it live a life of thanksgiving. Is it possible for us, for his presence not to be with us? Is it possible? The answer to that is a big yes. Why? His presence is for the righteous. His presence is for the upright. His presence cannot be with you when you are taking his presence to where it should not be. His presence cannot be with you when you are taking his presence to the Pope to sit down, not because you have gone there to preach, but because you have gone there to partake in what that place is established to perform. His presence cannot be with you. Where you are going to, you know, the things that you are saying, you, you know for sure. His presence cannot go with somebody who is not living a righteous life. So it's very possible for his presence not to be with us. Psalms 140 verse 13 says, Surely the righteous shall give thanks to your name. The upright shall dwell in your presence. It's only the upright that will dwell in the presence of the Lord. I don't know where you stand this morning, this afternoon. It's afternoon I don't know where you stand. Whether you're upright or you're downright. There's a personal question that we need to ask ourselves. That if I need his presence, then I have to know whether I'm standing upright. Wherever there are issues, then I should seek his presence. Because his presence will come and blot all of that away. It's very possible. It is for those with clean hearts. The psalmist says in Psalm uh, number 51, verse 10 uh, 10 and 11, it says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence. David knew very well that if he does not keep himself right, God will cast him away from his presence. And God will even withdraw his presence from him too. Whichever way you look at it. So it's possible for God to withdraw his presence from us. He will just stay from afar and be looking at you. What is expected of anyone in his presence? What, what, what is expected of you? What is expected of me when God's presence is in my life or when, God's, when I am in the presence of God? Psalms 95, verse 2 to 3 says, Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. So what is expected? Simple. Thanksgiving, shout of joy to him. With what? With, with, with psalms. Some of us we, we know. And when we say, we say the shouting is for the children. That last Sunday I, 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 was, I was watching, I saw you people when that young man was saying, Oh, give it up to the children, give it up to God. So, you know, we're too righteous to shout a shout of joy. Hallelujah. And that's why David will scream. Sometimes we come up here and we say, "Praise the Lord, praise the Lord." We force you to bring out the praise the Lord. And he says, "When you come to His presence, shout of joy! Shout of, uh, uh, are you not joyous when you come before His presence? The presence that there's fullness of joy, and then you're coming there, you can't even see. We can't see joy. May we always find joy in His presence, in Jesus' name. Shout of joy!" Amen. And finally, Psalms 31, 19 to 20, it says, Oh, how great is your goodness, which you laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you, in the presence of the sons of men. You shall hide them in the secret place of your presence, from the plots of man. You shall keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of thongs. From the strife You shall hide them in the secret place of your presence. So there is a secret place of God's presence. I don't know how many of us desire that secret place of his presence. Apart from even his presence, there's a secret place of his presence. I don't know how many of you want to be in that secret place. Rise up with me. Rise up joyously. And just ask him. Just ask him for his presence. All that I want, Lord, because you have said that this month is my month of divine, pure divine presence in my life. Father, let your presence go with me let your presence go with me oh we sing it we used to sing it after service here if your presence doesn't go with me lord let do not let me leave this place are we just singing it or we really mean it this is a time that i want you just lift up your voices unto the lord and say father let your presence go with me whatever oh lord will make your presence not to go with me father oh lord take that thing away do not cast me away from your presence let your presence go with me oh god let your presence go with me father please let your presence always be with me let your presence let your presence go with me let your presence go with me lord i don't need any other person's presence it's just your presence i need your presence in my life constantly in the life of my family in the life of my children lord your presence your presence is all i need your presence i need your presence I need your presence. I need your presence, O God. Lord, in this month that you have promised us your presence, Father, let your presence do what only you can do in my life. Let it do what only You can do. Your presence O God can bring breakthrough for me. Lord let my breakthrough come. Your presence O Lord is what will lift me. Lord let my lifting come. Your presence O Lord is what O God will elevate me. Lord your presence is what will distinguish me. Your presence is what will separate me O God from others. Your presence O God is what will take me through this journey. Your presence O God is what O Lord will keep me. Lord your presence is what brings your glory O God to me. Your presence Your presence is grace to me. Your presence is glory to me. Lord, I need your presence. Let it go with me all the way. Let it go with me all the way. Thank you, faithful Lord. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for your promises, which are yea and amen. Amen. We thank you, Lord, because we know for sure your presence is with us. Your presence will go with us. Father, oh Lord, I pray that even as a congregation, if there be anything that will make your presence to depart from here, Father Almighty, right now we stand together and we say, Lord, let your Holy Ghost fire consume that thing. Let it not be found in our midst at all. In the name of Jesus. Father, let it be that whenever we come in here, Father, Lord, our solutions. Father, Lord, you will grant unto our eyes understanding. You will give us solutions to our problems. Lord, you will speak in the way that we will hear you. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed.